What's up, boys and girls, and welcome to the Practice Perfect Journal podcast, coming at you, uh, video edition, uh, starting off something new. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, uh, check it out. If not, if you're just listening to this in your ears, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the love. Um, as you can tell, um, I am working on moving and <laughs> trying to soundproof the apartment a little bit. Um, I'm a drummer, so thankfully I have an electric kit, so it's at least a little bit quieter, um, and I'm on the ground floor, so there's no one below me. Well, the admin office is below me, so, but they're never there when I'm home from the current nine to five, so that's helpful. Don't have to worry about any direct sound coming straight down through. Um, but do got some old guy, I got an old guy that lives next to me, so I don't know, um, how loud uh, the tapping is from the uh, the rubber the rubber cymbals. Just trying to keep it as quiet as possible. Bought some soundproofing. Wrong shoulder. I bought some soundproofing, and then just boxes of things that I had purchased over the, uh, when I moved in. So a fan, some other stuff. Um, I had to buy a microwave. So that was a bummer. Um, yeah, what what unit doesn't come with a microwave? <laughs> it was older renovation so we couldn't uh we couldn't have the microwave we couldn't fit the microwave over the stove top which is a load of bull there's plenty of room i don't know i don't know so i had to buy that and a bunch of other random boxes that i carried things uh up with so trying to provide a little bit more of a barrier uh in between uh, myself and the wall and the old guy and just got a couch. I keep doing the wrong shoulder. I just got a couch <laughs> behind me. Um, it's a little firm, so not great to sleep on yet. I'll break it in a little bit, hopefully. <clears throat> and then over on the other side, I got got my bookshelf and a whiteboard. One of two whiteboards. I got the other one right next to me, right there on the wall. Uh, just some stuff to think about. Uh, quotes, things I'm trying to accomplish, you know the standard uh, but yeah it's been a while it's been a while uh, i've been busy been busy uh moving with work uh honestly i've just been full disclosure i've just been kind of lazy i just haven't gotten after this uh, or changing it up i'm gonna try be consistent we're going back to consistency and gonna be hopefully dispersing stuff good stuff everywhere stuff that i've learned so that i can take and teach you guys all the good stuff that I've been learning, so hopefully you can bypass um, all the, a lot of the noise. Because when it comes to uh, practicing and getting better at whatever your thing is, of course mine primarily being uh, music, even though I've had other, th other things that I've uh, uh, gone after in the past, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of noise and I want to be the, uh, the buffer between like, is this something worth uh, worth thinking about is this something worthwhile and this is something that i should actually try and take and apply that makes sense so uh, yeah some of those things that i did when i was younger of course i was uh, i was in martial arts for six years got my black belt never quite got my first degree because i got burnt out and it's not something that i regret a little bit and then uh, i played paintball competitive paintball paintball if i can speak words and i never climbed the ranks and never quite uh, pursued it heavily enough, and that's a little bummer now, because I stopped playing about five years ago, and 
now a lot of the guys that I used to play with back in the day actually are going to be playing professionally next year. So that's cool. Uh, I'm super proud of those guys. They've worked their asses off to get there. So, but as I was reading, so I just finished this book called Peak by Anders Ericsson and Robert Poole. Dude, if you haven't read this book, it's a good one. You want to read it. You want to read that book. <clears throat> but there was a section in there that really spoke to me, and it was talking about um, building your own potential and like why most people don't possess uh, extraordinary capabilities, extraordinary skills. And <clears throat> it got me thinking back into my own life, and I realized, I was like, wow, this is exactly why I stagnated in so many things. This is exactly why I never... Um, why I didn't break through when I was playing paintball and make it up the climb the ladder, climb the uh, D4, D3, D2, uh, D1 professional ladder to be a professional player. Um, it's why I was only, it's why I got to a certain threshold in martial arts and I kind of stagnated and I didn't really get any better after a certain point. And it's why in drumming, it's why in drumming, I plateaued super hard uh, about a couple years after I started playing. And it's why I almost quit uh, playing drums in altogether. I almost quit music altogether because it was... I, did, I didn't almost quit, but I got to the point where it was like maybe I would play... Like I was getting to the point where it was like, yeah, I might play like a couple times a month. Like, right, that's... It's bad. So what was this like this thing that they were talking about and the whole idea around this was uh, this idea of homeostasis I got, I got my notes below me from my from when I was reading so when I read these books I take notes so that way I can just uh, skim back through them later so of all the uh, good stuff because I like to go through and read them once take notes on the things that are impactful and then again afterwards take a second pass through my notes and try and get like a one pager um, in this case, I did a two-pager. Really, really small text, but uh, shout out to Tim Ferriss for that idea. Um, <clears throat> get the key ideas down on one paper. <clears throat> so that way you got all the good stuff, the key ideas uh, in one spot. But anyway, so I was talking about like homeostasis, and uh, in the body, when the, the human body likes to maintain homeostasis, and all, the home, uh, all that homeostasis is is just basically like a, a base level. And if anyone's a biology major or anything knows like that, they're probably going to be like, that's not what it means. Um, but I'm an accountant, so I didn't do that great in biology. <laughs> I do numbers. Um, so I'm just kind of reciting what I, uh, what Anders Ericsson and Robert Poole kind of laid out in this book. So the, your body likes to maintain homeostasis. So uh, your cells will work at a certain uh, threshold, uh, like at a certain heat temperature if you're or they like working at yeah they like working at a certain threshold, and if you push your cells beyond that level, for an extended period of time for like a really long period of time, the cells the cells will change, to, fit that, framework of what their, uh, the new the new workload. But if you push them too far for too long, then they'll eventually start dying, and then you have the potential to die as well. So, the body doesn't like change. The body 
the body wants to keep you alive. Like, right, my body doesn't want to keep me, uh, my body doesn't care if I'm getting fat or if I'm skinny or whatever. It just cares, am I still breathing, right? Um, are we still able to procreate and pass on genetics to the next uh, generation? That's all my body cares about. Keep me alive and procreate. So, <clears throat> so it, it just wants to kind of maintain the plateau that you get to. So it's like, if this is good enough, we're, we're good, we're coasting, we're not, we're not hungry, we're not, hunt, we're not worried about anything. So a lot of people get comfortable, and myself included, like, this is why I plateaued in drumming, because I got comfortable. I got to a comfortable position. And to achieve anything, to achieve that next level, you got to challenge homeostasis. you got to push beyond those limits a little bit to stretch yourself so that way your body kind of... Um, not just stretch yourself for short periods of time, because if you stretch yourself for short periods of time, short periods of time, and then relax. So like if it's just if you practice your instrument really really hard for like a week, but then you go back to practicing like once every week, all of a sudden all that work you got really good really quick, but then your body contri uh, constricts back into where it was before. So to achieve that growth, eventually you got to keep going, keep going. It's like building a muscle, right? I went to the gym today because I've been feeling fat. <laughs> But it's like building a bicep. It's like you keep, you don't get you don't get curls. You don't you don't get curls. You don't get big guns um, from going to the to the gym for a week. You go consistently over a long period of time, and eventually your body adapts to the weight that you're lifting, and it adjusts, and you get stronger. But just like with lifting and getting bigger biceps and uh, extending your skill as a musician, um, once you get to a certain plateau, like if you challenge home, like you're here, you're coasting here, you challenge homeostasis for a while, and then you go up and then eventually it kind of peters off and it plateaus again. But instead of being here, you're here now. Right? And you could be doing the same exact stuff that you were doing to get up to here. But now this is just your new base level. We want to keep going. So to, again, you got to do the same stuff to maintain this level. Otherwise, if you stop doing what got you here, you're going to start regressing back down. So once you get to this level, guess what? Got to challenge homeostasis again. You got to go back up, and eventually it'll peter off again. But now look, you're, you're twice, the, twice as far. You do it again and again and again, and you just keep, challenge, you keep challenging that, uh, that homeostasis level that you're at until eventually you get to where you want to be. And... Uh, until you get to where you want to be, like physically, until you get to where you want to be uh, at a, a, a skill threshold, a skill level. Um, but as most top performers will <laughs> um, say, they just keep going. They keep climbing because they realize once you get to a certain point, you're like, oh, there's there's never a end to the mastery. There's always another level to climb, which is awesome, which means that, dude, there is no cap to how good you can get. <clears throat> So I actually want to read uh, a passage that I starred out of Peak. And again, it's around this idea of uh, <clears throat> homeostasis. So it is, so first of all, they said, it's like all skills and abilities can be developed because the human body is so adaptable to responsive and responsive to training. So again, like whatever you train, whatever you work towards, your body will adapt regardless of your age um, regardless, regardless of your intelligence, unless you're literally tone deaf and you actually can't tell the difference between tones, but most people aren't tone deaf. They just are really inadequate at that skill. So they, I'm tone deaf. 
most most of you aren't tone deaf. You just sing like you're tone deaf, but you're not actually tone deaf, myself included. Um, I digress. So, the follow-up was really powerful to me, and it's, quote, the reason most people don't possess extraordinary physical capabilities isn't because they lack the capacity, but rather they're satisfied to live in the comfortable rut of homeostasis and never do the work that is required to get out of it. And effectively, they live in a world that is good enough, right? So, and for most things, that's fine. Like, I don't need to tie my shoes. I don't need to be the fastest shoe tire in the world, right? I don't want to go and challenge homeostasis uh, to become a faster shoe tire, right? I don't care about that. That doesn't matter. Um, oh, and I got brownies for the my company is having a... We're having a, uh, my department's having a uh, potluck kind of thing tomorrow. So I decided to make brownies. So that's the beep in you hear. So I got about a minute <laughs> and then I'll probably have to pause it and come back. But actually, I'm going to go time out, even though I'm like starting to hit, uh, starting to hit a stride, but we'll be right back. What up? And we're back. Might've uh, cooked those brownies for not quite long enough. Last time I made those brownies uh, in my oven, they were a little tough, so I cooked them for a shorter period of time to hopefully make them soft and delicious. Anyway, okay, so yeah, so uh, people going back to homeostasis and living in a world of good enough, like I don't need to tie my shoes faster than everyone else, right? I don't need to type at a thousand words per minute. Like I I'm at a comfortable typing speed for what I need. Right? I don't need to like be blazing fast. Be cool, <laughs> but it's not necessary. Uh, I can type quite effectively uh, currently. I'm not hunting and pecking. It's so again, it's like, why do people hunt and peck when they type? Which drives me up the wall. My dad does this. My sister does this. Uh, I'm like, dude, just learn how to type. It'll save you so much time. But they don't need to because they don't work in a corporate office. But, I mean, in the world we live in now, it's probably a good thing to know. I digress. Um, but, like, that's good enough. Excuse me. But, like, hunting and pecking, it's good enough for them. It's good enough for them. That's all they need. Um, being able to type, like, they're not sending out uh, emails consistently to coworkers and everything like that. They're not living in the corporate crazy world that I uh, work and live in. So, like, that world of good enough is good enough for them. In fact, good enough is good enough <laughs> for most things. But what it's not good enough for is for the things that we're trying to master, the things that we're trying to stretch ourselves to become. <clears throat> so for me, homeostasis and living in a world of good enough for music, for drumming, uh, for my health, for my finances, for all the other th big things that I'm trying to achieve and stretch and uh, make more impactful for myself, living in a world of good enough for those things is not good enough. Um, so, and I realized this the other day because um, I realized that I haven't really, I fell into a rut, the rut of homeostasis where I was sort of practicing a little bit, but not a whole lot. Like for all my, my all my self-talk about how I want to become a professional touring drummer, man, I wasn't backing it up. It was just all talk. 
And I was like, dude, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get there doing what I am doing right now. And I became aware of that. So went out and got myself a coach to break myself out of this rut. And so we're starting all, we're starting on all that. And that like, that's something that you need to be aware of. It's the same thing with, with my body. I realized like, dude, like I was crushing it in October. I was doing a sober October challenge. So I did no carbs, no sugars and no alcohol. And I was trying to work out three times a week. Um, a lot of you health nuts out there are probably just like, that's my, that's my normal day to day. But yeah, I wasn't there. So I got really good and I cut a lot of weight. And then I went to a bachelor party in Las Vegas and gained it all back. And I've just been kind of, uh, I fell into the, again, I fell into the rut where I was like, it's like, I'll just work out occasionally. I could work out a couple times a week and I'll eat healthy and it'll be okay. And instead of being at my target weight of 180, which I got down to 181 uh, for a day, <laughs> and uh, then I kind of spiked back up to 185 um, at the uh, a couple days after October ended. but And then and then Las Vegas hit, and I got 195, because all I did was eat shitty food and drink a lot of beer. <laughs> so um, I, st- I, I got myself back down to uh, uh, a rut of like 190. So I'm like stuck in between because my diet, my healthy diet, so I eat a lot of salads, um, just kind of has me floating right here. <clears throat> when in reality, it's like, okay, like if this is my weight, right? Um, it's like I was down here and then I stopped doing what I was doing to get me down here and immediately it was like back up. And now I kind of started working out and eating a little bit healthy again. So I went down a little bit, but then I, I dropped. I got stuck right here, right here, around 190, 191, 192, stuck right here. Um, and I realized, I was like, dude, I can, I can pretend like I am going to keep doing whatever. Like, I'm just going to keep eating salads until I drop the weight. It's like, no, dude, you need to get your ass to the gym and you start lifting. You start exercising, getting your heart going and lose the weight. Like, everybody knows how to. It's like, how do you lose weight? You eat less, you eat healthier, and you go exercise. Like, that's all you really need to know to lose weight. It's really not that hard. Um, but doing it, but doing it, breaking yourself out of homeostasis, that is where the magic lies. And that's where nobody wants to do it because it comes out of breaking yourself out of this comfortable rut that you're in because, dude, ruts are comfortable. Or at least they're easy. Like, staying in this dip, it's like staying, I don't have a... <laughs> Staying in this dip and just this dip and coasting along. Like think of it like um, if you've been a, a snowboarder or a skier, uh, and a bunch of people have already gone down the hill, right? You've already gone down. You've carved a path. You've carved a path out of the snow. Well, once you carve that path out, it's easy to just kind of coast and go down the same path, the same route, the same ruts, the same thing as everybody else. But trying to carve your own path, trying to like jump out of those ruts and create a new carve uh, and, and carve a new lane that's hard it's hard to jump out of that rut of homeostasis um, same thing it's like once you kind of get into a routine that's comfortable because by the way like being fat and lazy it's easy dude right you just sit around you stuff some chips in your face you don't feel good about yourself usually but it's like the chips taste good you're tired because you never get up and get active and do all this other bullshit um, myself included, like I, 
I'm preaching um, because of stuff that I'm passionate about that, um, that quite frankly, I do badly a lot of the times as well. So don't think that I am... I'm pretending like I'm above everybody else. I'm not. Uh, I'm just as guilty as everybody else with this. So, yeah, if you want to achieve the next level, you have to break out of what you're doing currently, right? So again, like myself, um, I want to get to the next threshold. I want to get to the next level of musicianship for myself. So what do I have to do? Well, I realized uh, the rut that I'm in what I'm doing right now is never going to get me to the next level. So I got to break out of the rut of the rut of homeostasis that I'm in currently and get up there. And then again, once I get to that next threshold, um, eventually I'm going to plateau again. Like you might go straight up for a long time, but eventually you're going to plateau just a little bit and eventually you're going to hit that threshold. And the only way to get past it again I don't know what that hand movement was, um, but the only way to get uh, to go to the next level again is to continue to challenge, continue to push, and and that's a big thing with uh, traditional practice, how a lot of people practice. And I mean, I'm probably gonna now I'm just looking at my notes and triggering another thing that I want to talk about. Um, how most of us practice traditionally which is why a lot of people don't get good, is think of yourself as a tennis player, right? If you want to learn tennis and you don't have a coach and you just kind of was like, yeah, I just want to be like healthier. I'm going to go play some rounds with my friends. It's like, what do most people do? Again, this is an example in Peak. So I'm reciting the example from Peak. So this isn't my own uh, conjuring. This is another uh, awesome example from Anders Ericsson and Robert Poole. But it's like when you want to learn how to play tennis, what do you do? It's like you buy a tennis racket and you buy tennis balls, so that way you're committed. Maybe you buy some shorts and a t-shirt, a tank top. And and then it's like, okay, I'm going to go get a couple lessons from either a coach or my friend who's good at tennis, and then I'm going to go play. <clears throat> and so then that's great. So then you take a couple lessons, you kind of you get a little bit better. Um, they teach you kind of how to hit the ball so you're not a complete mess. You're hitting the ball. You're able to do some volleys against the wall and just get some volleys back and forth to yourself. So eventually you can hold a decent uh, game against a wall at least. <laughs> and then from there you go back and you get you go to the coach again and you get a couple more lessons. And then eventually you get to the point where it's like, okay, I'm good enough to play some games and not be a complete disaster. So... You get to that level and you just stop taking lessons and you just play games. You just play games and you play games because, you know, uh, playing games over and over and over again, that's practice, right? And eventually, like, things kind of even out and you, everything's a little bit automatized. Like, you can do forehand a little bit. You can do a, uh, yeah, you can do like a mid, mid-height forehand. I'm not a tennis player, obviously, so all you tennis players, I'm sure, are just like, what is he talking about? <laughs> But you can hit all your forehand, uh, yeah, forehands. But once you start playing people that are better than you, they realize that your backhand, you can't do a backhand that's about, I don't know, we'll say like belly height or something like that. And you always miss those. So they start hitting those to you constantly. Or they just, they know that that's a weak spot of yours where they can get a quick point if they hit it that way. And... Just because you're playing game, like you're just playing uh, sets over and over and over again, 
you never really get good. You can never really figure out how to do the backhand, so you just assume that you're bad at backhands. Well, it's not that you're bad at backhands, it's that you've never practiced them in a, uh, in a deliberate manner. You've just kind of always played games, and so 90% of the time you're hitting forehands. And so your forehands get better and better and better. But whenever it comes time to hit that backhand, you miss, right? You miss because you're not ready for it. You miss because uh, it's not consistent. You can't uh, learn what it feels like to hit a backhand. So every time it's hit to you, you miss. You swing and you miss. And you maybe if you decide that you're going to get um, serious about playing tennis, you'll get a coach and then they'll fix that for you. But then that goes into more deliberate practice, more purposeful practice, which is the proper ways to learn, which I'm not going to cover here, but <clears throat> it's like that's the traditional way. It's like we just think that mindless repetitions over and over and over again, uh, playing games over and over and over again is going to take us to the next level, when in reality it's not. you got to drill. you got to do all those other things that help you help grow skill. Like when uh, back in the day when I played paintball, uh, again, competitive paintball, I was good... But looking back, I realized how much I left on the table because I did that same thing, right? Um, I never had a coach. Like, we never, there wasn't really any coaches for it. Like, just the people who were better than you, uh, who played in higher divisions than you, because um, it's such an expensive sport. There's a really high barrier to entry to get into. By the way, I didn't have a lot of money. I was just perma-broke. <laughs> I was just always broke when I was younger. I'm still relatively broke. But... Um, I digress. So it was like I just played games over and over and over. I would just show up to the field, and I would just play point after point after point after point. I never challenged myself. I just kind of got on the field and played. And when you're first starting out, that's fine. That's all you need. Uh, because everything is so new, you're learning all these new things. But again, playing point after point after point, eventually you master all the easy things that you do uh, that are consistent in every single point. But you miss out on those nuances that will actually take you to the next level. Same thing with tennis. You're, like, you're missing those little nuanced hits, nuanced strikes that are going to take your game to the next level. Why? Because they're inconsistent. They're not there every single game. And you plateau. You hit that homeostasis route again. And it gets very difficult to get better at those particular things. Unless you purposely go out and practice them um, in a deliberate manner. But that's our traditional approach to learning. That's why a lot of people just kind of get stuck and they don't get better because um, I did this too when I was learning drums. Like, I bought my drum set and I found free drum lessons online, which was Drumio before it became Drumio, which is an awesome resource online for all you drummers. And, and yeah, I, I played through all the lessons that they had and it got really good really quick. But again, I stopped practicing and then I just started playing songs and I started playing songs, the same like 10, 15 songs over and over and over again, thinking I was practicing, thinking I was getting better. <clears throat> in reality, I was just kind of, re I was just reinforcing all my errors. I was reinforcing all my um, mistakes over and over and over again. It's getting a little bit better in certain things because um, I was mastering um, the easy things, but I was also mastering incorrect technique. I was also mastering... Um, learning the songs incorrectly and then when later when I tried to go back and relearn the songs I was like oh I can't break through all this muscle memory um, playing it incorrectly so 
don't take this approach to learning. Um, be mindful about what you're, how you're practicing. Don't let yourself get stuck in a homeostasis rut. And if you're stuck in the rut, break through, push through. It's going to be uncomfortable until you get to the next level and eventually hit the next level of homeostasis. <clears throat> so that's what I got for you today. Um, again, if you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're on, uh, if you're checking out the podcast, I'm going to start doing these videos, try and post out some more cool stuff, um, be more consistent about it. So definitely check it out on the YouTubes. Um, Instagram. Instagram is Practice Perfect Journal. I'm going to make sure I'm not giving you incorrect information because that would be awkward and I don't want to do that to you. So, yeah, Practice Perfect Journal. Um, got a couple posts. Been a while, been a while, but we're going to get back after it. So, again, I hope this was insightful. Um, and yeah, let me know um, what more stuff that you want to hear. Uh, let me know if this was <clears throat> informative. Let me know if I'm full of shit <laughs> and uh, if I should just stop forever because I don't know what I'm talking about. But again, I'm trying to serve as a resource for you. I'm trying to serve as a, uh, a way to kind of filter out a lot of the noise. I'm trying to distill down um, some key principles that will really help take you to the next, uh, to help you take your uh, practice your success, your talent, your skill to the next level. Because at the end of the day, um, that's what I want all of us to do. I want everyone, I believe everyone can achieve massive levels of success in whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm looking for myself, so I'm going to be the trailblazer and hopefully find the path <laughs> that can take us there. Um, so again, this is Ben with Practice Perfect Journal. Take it easy, guys.